0: wow okay hey everyone and welcome to a jen snickering another episode of how i met your mortgage as always i'm your host adam smith with just the tips coaching and with me as always uh, is our i knew that was coming is our co-host our marketing director one of our other coaches all-around superstar jen way for hey jen hi adam rough weekend i know all good all right we're gonna shake that shit off and have a killer podcast today because we have a really fun guest we're gonna get a little uh wild and crazy here today i'm sure this is a colleague of mine a friend of mine a well-respected member of the real estate community especially where she's at and i'll dive into that a little bit more but welcome to the show kimberly salamino hey kimberly
1: good morning
0: Uh, We are really glad to have you. We've had this booked out forever. Um, In fact, you and I had already known each other forever before I said, hey, Kimberly, come on the show. And at that point, Jen probably had the show booked out a year, year and a half, because that seems Mm -hmm. to be the general MO these days. Um, But for those of you that pay really close attention to what we do, what we coach on, what we preach about, I do some... Supplemental income type of stuff with short term rental properties. And one of them happens to be a cabin in the mountains outside of this uh, sleepy little town where cattle and railroads ruled. And in fact, at one time, that part of Colorado happened to be the third most populated place in Colorado behind Denver and Leadville, where there was a ton of mining going on. So it's really got a fascinating history. But There are two towns that kind of butt up to each other and then a bunch of us that live in the outlying areas. And the combined population of these two towns is 1,200 people. So this is a small area. And yet somehow, Kimberly does more work than anybody. I think there's only one other really big producing agent in the entire Valley County area. And that probably includes places pretty far off Pueblo, Canyon City, so on and Mm -hmm. so forth. Um, And to be able to do that with all of the other shit that Kimberly has done, and I know her story, and hopefully she'll share a little bit of it with you guys today, is nothing short of amazing. So, Kimberly, because they're going to want to know, I know, how'd you get started in real estate?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) long story, actually. Um... So in 2007 was when I got my license, but in 2006 I started as an assistant at Martin and Tope for Gary and Jackie Martin. Um, and then. Copying
0: documents, answering phones, this kind yeah, of thing. Admin like
1: work. and yeah. and then some of the. Oh, and it
0: was part time.
1: It was part time. Okay. Um, then Brenda Bossy, who's one of the top brokers here, she asked me to do assistant work for her. And then she said, you know, Kim, why don't you get your license? And I said, oh, I don't know. I don't think I'd be good at that. Ah? So I started looking into taking online classes. And so I started taking the classes and before you get your license, you actually need to have a place to hang that license. And so I went to Gary Martin, who had 13 brokers at the time. And I said, I would really like to work here. And he said, Kimberly, I don't have room, but you could go ahead and get your license and we'll see. So I. Um, I ended up getting that license and he ended up making the time for me and teaching me, which was very, very valuable. I think that everybody needs a good teacher and he was really, really good at teaching me how to walk land. And I had to use a compass for three years walking land before I could switch over to like a GPS system and then also he would make me print out every single contract that I had and take a red pen to him. And he would go through with that red pen. And
0: mark up and, where you screwed and, up.
1: And mark it. And to the, to the very last day that I worked for him out of respect for him, I always had a red pen on my desk. So when I knew he was going there, I would see him walk in. I would reach in my, dro- my drawer and just grab that red pen and put it on the desk. So. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. And mm-hmm. what you're describing here is like 2007, 2008.
1: Correct. So okay. back when the market was starting to tank.
0: Okay. Tough time. I remember it well. We, uh, we remember it well. Let's not uh, pull any punches there. And The real estate market where you are is pretty unique. We're not talking about a major metropolitan area like a lot of our colleagues and clients and certainly podcast guests work, whether that's New York City or Seattle, Atlanta, Denver, Austin, on and on. The Wet Mountain Valley, and that's how it's described for those of you that aren't familiar with the area. This is at the base of the Sangre de Cristo Mountains. You got to figure what, due west-ish of Pueblo?
1: West, fifty-six miles
0: west. Yeah, so about an hour west of Pueblo, Colorado, uh, is down in the southern Colorado mountains, and uh, the the valley floor is what seventy-five hundred feet in elevation. Mm-hmm. So this is a unique spot where people live hard. Cattle is still huge. Lots of ranchers, that kind of thing. Um, this is a unique part of the world to be doing real estate a very unique part of the world to be doing ridiculously well in real estate and you have for a good long time um by yourself single mom and over the years if memory serves one of your daughters now works with you too Mm -hmm. right
1: Tiffany works for me she's had her license almost three years
0: really it's been that long
1: It's, yeah, it'll be three years this year.
0: Okay, she, okay, wow, (laughs) time's fun when you're having flies. I'm not even gonna get into the days are long and the years are short kind of discussion again. So talk to us about this transition from basically becoming an agent, where's the business coming from? Now, I know because if somebody says, hey, I'm interested in, you know, buying a home or selling a home literally anywhere from Bishops all the way up to Canyon. I'm like, oh, well, call Kimberly. There's no ifs, mm-hmm. ands, or buts, mm-hmm. and even some of the time down in Pueblo. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were a lot of interesting steps along the way for you, um, dealing with a lot of short sale stuff, a lot of foreclosure stuff, a lot of vacant property stuff, some life-threatening stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah. To get to where you're at now. So where did the business come from back prior to 2010 for you? What were you doing to find buyers and sellers?
1: So it uh, some of it was having um, office time that was required. We had to be there. We could get the walk-ins. Um, and then I always made it a point to be there. Um, because the busy brokers like Brenda, they were too busy to take all the leads and the walk-ins and things like that. So I did that. And a lot of where my leads came from was when I would get a listing, we would always send out just listed postcards. And that might be a little old school, but I still do it to this day. Every time I list something, every time I sell something, That postcard is just always going out. And so I got the majority of my listings from that.
0: Okay. Um, Well, I'm not going to pull any punches. Old school shit still works in a lot of cases. And let's not pull any other punches. Westcliff's kind of old school.
1: Yes, in in a lot of ways. And I, I feel like everybody's trying to get it up to where it needs to be. But when you're in the city, things are handled differently. And when you're in the mountains, there's different protocol, I guess, um, as to how things are handled.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I don't think it's antiquated. It's just old school. People mm-hmm. like interacting with people. People like shaking hands. People want to do these kinds of things. Your office is smack dab middle of Main Street. Mm-hmm. And it's where, the, where people go to do shit. Because there isn't anywhere else to go. You got to go to the store. You got to go to Ace. You got to go get coffee. You got to do these kinds of things. And it's all right there in a few block radius. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that kind of thing is appropriate for your business. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, I want to go back a little bit here because I think the walk-in piece especially for newer agents that aren't so busy is really valuable. If nothing else, it's great for audience building, adding to your contact database, those kinds of things. But I would still say I hear more people bitching about the required office time to capture the walk-ins than not.
1: I agree with that. Um, I think there's a lot of offices are going to where the agents don't need to actually be there when I think it's good for them to be there and to kind of be put on the spot with somebody and to know how to handle questions um, and how to answer them. So I think it's really, really good for them. And I found my time at Martin and Hope when that time was required to be very valuable um, for me and how to relate and talk with people on a daily basis.
0: I think that it's true. And I think for the people that actually have a passion about this, a passion for real estate, a passion for mortgages, insurance, financial planning, whatever it is, you're basically getting an opportunity to talk about shit you love with new people that you might really like. And I fail to see the downside. I get this a lot. People, Thanks for taking my call on a weekend. Like we wouldn't be working together if I didn't like you. And we're talking about a subject that I'm pretty passionate about when it comes to mortgages. So who doesn't want to do that? Who doesn't want to talk to people they like about shit they love? So Mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of value to this. If we approach it with the right mindset. Agreed. All right. So tell us about these, the, the, the middle ages, I'll call it. So you've, Left this company, you've established yourself. I know you've been doing some unique things in years past with vacant properties and short sales and um, uh, uh, big foreclosures and all this kind of thing. You're covering a big area, you're still working the wet mountain valley, you're doing a lot of work in Pueblo as well. And there's a lot of business to be done because you adapted to what the market needed at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What did that look like?
1: Hmm. Well, um, back when foreclosures were high, um, it was hard to get into that market. I won't lie. If you're not in with an asset manager that knows you and gives you things, that's just a hard business to get into. And I just happened to be on the floor that day and got a phone call. And that phone call, changed this path of where my business went and I ended up handling most of Southern Colorado's um, foreclosures for this one company and I'm still in with them um, if the market changes. So you always want to keep that good relationship. And then um, when the market started to pick back up, um, I was still with Gary Martin at that time and he said, <laughs> he was always hard on me, which, which was good. It was good lessons for me. And he said, I don't want you to be known as the foreclosure queen. You got to figure something else out. And so I sat there and I was like, what do you mean? You know, this is working for me. And you have that, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss here, but that you have that, oh shit. You know, what am I going to do?
0: No, we, we and... do need you to watch your fucking mouth, okay?
1: Sorry. <laughs> okay. sorry i'm glad i can be myself yes um <laughs> so then i i started looking at what other brokers were doing in our area and this isn't you know bad mouthing them but there was an area that was lacking and it it was luxury nobody was really doing it and if they were they're were taking pictures with their phones and i mean it was just horrible mm-hmm horrible, horrible. So I said, I'm going to do that. And again, just by luck, you know, or maybe a right path that I took, I don't know. I got my first million dollar plus listing and I had a professional photographer, drone work, you know, all this stuff that nobody else was doing in our area. And then I just started getting more and more and more. Um, so I, I would say that all of those things changed my path and is where I am today.
0: Okay, let's talk about today, because I think that that is really relevant information. And you and I have spent time together. We've talked an awful lot. I know that there are a lot of things that went on in your personal life, particularly being a single mom and being thrust into that, that made a lot of this a much greater challenge the way that you're describing it. I'll bet a lot of our listeners are like, wow, holy shit. This woman is, you know, made a steal in order to do what she did in the timeframe she did and be as successful as she is over the course of it. <clears throat> but a lot of people don't realize that this was all done as a unexpected single mother with two kids to deal with in a pretty unique part of the world for that kind of thing so i'm, I'm trying to paint a picture of uh what a badass kimberly actually is because you're not doing it yourself <laughs> so we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna continue to lay that shit on thick um but what does it look like now Um, I'm assuming you're at a point where it's strictly repeat and referral. I know full well every damn real estate question I have for you about the Valley goes straight to you. If I'm going to sell my house, I'm going to go straight to you. These kinds of things. And I'm assuming that a lot of people, because the Valley is so generational, there's so many people that have been there since cattle ruled the world, the railroad ruled the the world, that kind of thing. Everybody knows who you are. Um, In fact, You and I had lunch in a restaurant in town. I don't know, probably one of the last few times we saw each other. And your niece is waiting on us, is is our server. These kinds of things, there's so much of that that I'm assuming that it's really repeat and referral. I know you've got other agents because they call me to help with their clients. Hey, this Mm -hmm. person needs a mortgage. And I'm sure that's you driving that. You should call Adam. He knows about the lending up here. He's got his own place. He's done it. Um... Mm -hmm. So is it strictly repeat and referral? Are you still exercising any lead gen activities? What should people know about having this kind of longevity in a career, this career, thinks that this is going to look like for them in 15 years?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I still.
0: Jesus, Kimberly, it's getting on 20.
1: Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like adding up how long I've been in real estate. I was like, oh my gosh, that's a long time. Yeah, well, you were nine
0: when you started. So yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, I I still do lead gen, um, but it looks um, like a lot different than it did like years ago when I used to do Zillow and things like that. I'm I i I'm not dogging Zillow. I just don't do that. Oh, you can do that. Um, it's okay. Oh, thank you. I'm not a the, fan. The
0: a, <laughs> the a in Zillow stands for accuracy. <laughs>
1: um, but I mainly get a lot of my leads off of Google anymore, which I think is super important um, for anyone that's in this business. Whether you know you're by yourself or you know with a um, company such as Keller Williams, to, you know, do Google, get your reviews, put your pictures, do your videos on there people do see that. Um, and they do pay attention. And a lot of my business is, you know, uh, repeat customers. We see a lot of that up here, um, and referrals, um, as well. Um, and then I have like a little kiosk at a coffee shop, um, which was actually worked out pretty cool. Agreed. Um, because I thought that I should have it at my office. And at that point I didn't own the building and the owner was like, "Mm, I don't want that here. So I pivoted and went, okay, where else could I do that? And the coffee shop was an amazing place to put that. And so my video reviews and all of that constantly get played on that. And then people can search all of Custer County and Pueblo County Um, for listings. So a lot of brokers will stop at that kiosk because they know that they can have access to the MLS um, that way. And then uh, customers are always stopping there. Um, And then sellers like for me to feature their listing there because it gets a lot of traffic. Um, Yes, it does. They,
0: They can even find a mortgage lender in that thing if they want.
1: They, they can. You're on there. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I, I, every time I go get a cup of coffee there, I stop and play with it.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah it's, I love that fun. kiosk. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really cool. Thing.
0: No question. Um, so let's talk about Google for a minute because I do think that this is important. I do think we gloss <laughs> over it a lot on the podcast. Jen is kind of our resident expert. She did even bring in a speaker to the Mile High Mastermind last fall uh, that was specific to Google for Business and had so many nuggets, so many insights, so many things that you could be doing, so many things you should be doing. Unfortunately, we're slowly chiseling away at that list. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I think for business-related platforms right now, I think Google's still got to be at the top. I know Jen will throw some things in like um, the... Younger generations actually use TikTok more as a search engine than uh, than Google right now, which is crazy. And TikTok, TikTok made was me buy accessed
2: it. more. Yeah, TikTok was accessed more than Google.com in 2022.
0: Well, tell us more then, Jen, about Google for business.
2: Um, Well, I am going to do a quick plug for Social Media Day because our speaker, Brett, who spoke at Mile High Mastermind last year, is going to speak at Social Media Day this year. So um, if you are near Denver, can get to Denver. um, Brett has already agreed to speak on Friday, June 23rd at Metro State. So um, but I mean, we all know Google is king. I mean, it it is an interesting shift this year with what TikTok is doing. But uh, I was on a call about this and TikTok's not or Google's not just going to back down to TikTok, like they're pissed. So the big thing is YouTube shorts, which is just going to contribute to your Google, which is just going to contribute to your Google My Business. Um, But Brett had great advice on making sure your titling is well done, making sure your title of your company in Google is actually what people will search for. So Brett works a lot with orthodontists and dentists. So he talked a lot about putting the right words in the title of your business so that that helps with your SEO. And then all of those words obviously carry over to your website and your other social media and it all Mm -hmm. ties together. Um, But keeping the info updated, especially as they allow more features and adding photos. And of course, I mean, our big thing at Just the Tips is asking for reviews. Mm -hmm. The two big places for reviews, in my opinion, are Facebook and Google. Google. Um, so making sure that you have those reviews on your Google, and not just reviews that are seven years old either. That they're new reviews. Yeah, but and
0: my mom really liked me back. Right, then.
2: your mom really liked you <laughs> seven years ago.
0: She wrote me two. Fair. She wrote me two reviews, but only one of them was five stars. <laughs> that's fair. That's
2: fair. Um, but yeah, and a big thing. I mean, just to touch on reviews because they're such a big part of the Google algorithm is also replying to reviews. Definitely the good ones, thanking your people for taking the time to leave your review, but especially the bad ones. And it is not a bad thing to get a bad review. Um, If I look up at a company and all they have is five stars, there's not a single negative review, then I call bullshit. Like, there's something missing Mm -hmm. there.
0: Oh, so we actually can't please all the people all the time. No,
2: no,
1: No. (laughs) no. Yeah.
0: Got it. Okay. Yeah, I do think that that's important. And I think what we really need to understand and how do I put this mildly? This is still baseline type stuff for where people are gonna be searching for their real estate agent, for their mortgage lender on and on five more years down the road, 10 more years (laughs) down the road. Don't get me wrong, in 10 years, am I actually gonna get into Chrome? Am I going to search in Google? Probably not. The technology is going to develop, AI is obviously developing these kinds of things, smart devices, that sort of thing. So let's pay really close attention, all of you listening, etc., to what establishing That baseline now is going to mean for your business in five or 10 years. And if you don't care about what your business looks like in five or 10 years and you're treating real estate or mortgages or insurance or financial planning as a job and not a career, then you don't have to listen to me anyway. Those of you that understand it is a career, that it's a marathon, not a sprint, Mm -hmm. pay close attention to the shit that Kimberly and are laying down because this is going to be valuable to you inside the next decade so yeah i i I wish i were smart enough to tell you what that's going to look like i can't but i can tell you that it's going to be uber important laying that baseline now especially with google is going to be important google is not going anywhere and however they shift and they already are right i've got (laughs) those little google devices all over the damn house or even in the cabin um uh so it's, it's important stuff. Um, so, yeah, please, please, if you've taken nothing else from today's podcast, from this episode, please take that. All right. Kimberly, I know we're going to run over, Jen. I see you, and I'm, I'm comfortable with that because I want to talk a little more with Kimberly about what she's going to do this year and next year and what's going to be different for her than it was last year. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have your no, 29th sure. birthday, so that's a big deal.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I I think a lot of my business is going to stay the same. I'm going to force myself to get on video a little bit more because I just – I don't we know.
0: like it. We know.
1: And I haven't done, like, TikTok. You know, you, you I see all of my friends doing it, and I'm like – I. I don't think I can do that. Um, So I might do that. Um, But I'm just going to keep doing what I do best. And that's working with clients and, you know, selling their homes, helping them buy homes and just see where the market goes. Um, I'm going to keep buying real estate myself because I'm in the business and I don't care about the interest rates. You know, it doesn't bother me. Um, I, I think that it's a good time to buy or to sell, you know, I mean, it's perfect, you know, so life's just going to keep going the way that it always has.
0: Okay. I like that a lot. Um, I think that some of the things that are going to be unique to you and your business is that the shifts aren't as fast. You get a little more time to kind of see what's coming. That's a really big deal. Um, that's of huge benefit to anybody that either is in a market that provides that or has the foresight to do that or some combination thereof, like you do, which will be a very big deal um going forward. Because look, guys, all of you, this is not a stagnant industry. Real estate mortgages. I mean, we saw what mortgage rates did over the last year, went way up, and now they're way back down. It's very dynamic if you try to operate in a stagnant manner that will bite you so remember you've got to stay dynamic you've got to be flexible you've got to be willing to change with the times as antiquated as that sounds not that we're not covering antiquated shit here today um so yeah i do think that that's important um kimberly this has been phenomenal here you are all anti-video
1: i i am it took a lot for me to be here
2: you did great <laughs> and let's do it
0: again Let, yes. let's do it again and we'll talk then about how booming your uh tiktok channel is
2: right oh yeah <laughs> okay you got you All got right. four book. we're list booking list may list of next list. year so you have time
0: i'm gonna i'm okay. gonna make jen go stay at the cabin and go work on tiktok with kimberly
2: you're going to make me go stay at the beautiful cabin in the <laughs> Yeah, okay. that okay. sounds
1: rough. I think it's
0: horrible. It is absolutely
1: <laughs> terrible,
0: terrible place where, yeah, there's nothing but trees and deer and, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's horrible. You'd hate it. Oh, wait, you've been a it's few times. It's going to be awful. Awful. I hope you can tolerate it. All right. right. So, Jen, take us home. I know you've got a bunch of things you want to talk about between Social Media Day and The Mastermind.
1: Yeah. The
0: seventh mastermind holy shit that's crazy all right the floor is yours
2: all right guys all the things we are gearing up for social media day first and then mile high mastermind um first you can text tips to 63566 to get info all about us um to get a copy of adam's book to book a free hour of coaching with us um get all the past episodes of the podcast our weekly little tip all the things, Um, but Friday, June 23rd, Metro State University. This is our third social media day, Denver, um, that, yeah, that's crazy that I have coordinated. Um, If you're interested in speaking or sponsoring, please email me at smdaydenver at gmail.com. Please do not message me on social media. It makes my head want to explode. So if you're interested in speaking or sponsoring, reach out to me through email. We already have Brett lined up to talk about Google. Um, I'm gonna talk on telling your story authentically on social media, leading into your, who you are, not what you do. Um, We always have a great time. Social media day is a blast. So one day event right here in beautiful Denver. Um, and then the last weekend in September, I think it's 26, 27 or 27, 28. One of those is the mile high <laughs> mastermind. I have my calendar over here. I can <laughs> gently It's, it's lean the uh, last weekend of September. Last yes. weekend of September <laughs> <laughs> um, will be our seventh annual mile high mastermind. So that one is really real estate agents, loan officers, salespeople focused, but we'll talk lead gen. Um, yeah, we've got some good ideas Coming together for that one too. So, if you have any questions about them, you want to sponsor or speak, definitely reach out. And if you want anything else about us, text tips to 63566.
0: Cool. Thanks, Jen. And Kimberly, thank you. I know it wasn't the most comfortable situation for you. And I know that it's hard to carve out this kind of time on a Monday morning. So, we do appreciate it. And hopefully, I'll get to see you soon.
1: Okay. Thank you very, very much. I hope you guys have a great day.
0: You too. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm.